Hey y'all, and welcome back to Sipping Tea with G-O-D, episode 7. I thank you all on YouTube for tuning in, and I thank you all on every podcast platform where Sipping Tea with G-O-D is. I thank you guys for listening in. Thank you for tuning in for yet another teaching that is raw and uncut, bold and straight to the point. So I thank you all for rocking with me and everything that God is doing through me, especially with this ministry. I thank you all so, so much. And before we get started, I would like for y'all to hit that notification bell so y'all can stay tuned for every time God is dropping something, maybe more than just teachings, who knows. Just stay tuned, hit that notification bell and hit that subscription button so that you can continue to be a part of what God is doing in this time. And he's definitely doing it through me. I have to give all glory to God. So, before we get started, you already know, we start with prayer over here. So let's do it. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for continuing to use me in this time, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for bringing me back to the place where you need me to be, Lord God. Thank you for strengthening me, Father God, to be able to do this, Father God, so that your children can receive you, Lord God, in the most genuine way, Lord. Father God, getting it through someone, Lord God, that you have called, Lord. I thank you, Father God, for using me to be your bold vessel in this time, Lord God. The vocal one, Lord God. The one, Lord God, that's going to continue to rip the band-aid off, Lord God. For situations, Father God, that's continuing to be swept under the rug. I thank you, Lord God, for choosing me in this time. I thank you, Lord God, for choosing me, Lord God, to be able to teach your children, Lord God, your word. Father God, I pray that tonight you show up, Holy Spirit, that you show up big and mighty. You take over this teaching, Lord God. Don't have me leave, Lord God, until you release me, Father God. Father God, I pray that this word is a blessing to your children. And not only that they receive it, Lord God, that someone else can receive it, that they pass it on, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. Show up mighty tonight, God. I seal this prayer that it is so and so it is. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen and amen. All right, y'all. So, tonight's teaching is the chosen one. And this one right here, I love for many reasons. is a personal one for me because he's been dealing with me and for a lot of reasons with being chosen. And um, he was right on time with giving this teaching. So, I know I'm not the only chosen one. There's many that's going to need this word. So let's get into it. All right. So for the definition, y'all know I'm good with definitions. I like to break it down. So he gave me two definitions for this teaching. So the first definition he gave me for chosen is having been selected as the best or most appropriate. And the second one he gave me is a person or a thing that has been picked out or decided upon. So I was like, okay, God, I understand that. I like that. So he told me, I need you to go ahead and take this part out of that definition, this part out of this definition, and put it together. So this is what he gave me. The best has been picked out. Yeah, you're the best. He picks you out. It's already done. So you're the chosen one. And... That's definitely what he's saying in so many words. The best. He had to save the best for last. So, yes, chosen one, it's all about you right now. And what God is getting ready to do through you. So, 
the scripture verse for today is Jeremiah 1, 1 NLT. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet in the nations. So the word in that verse that stuck out the most to me was before. So I'm like, okay, I need to go and look up this definition for before. So the definition that he gave me for before, earlier than the time or event mentioned. So before you was mentioned by your mother, you were mentioned by your father. Going to catch that real quick. Before you were even mentioned by your mother, conception, I'm pregnant, the world meets so-and-so, God already knew you. So before you were even mentioned out of your mother's, wow, Jesus, before you was even mentioned out of your mother's mouth, you were already mentioned by God. So he already chose you before you were even in your mother's womb, before there was the conception, before any of that. You were already chosen. So he already had chose you to be set apart even before you were even here. Before you even existed. Oh my God. So the thing that I love about this is before you knew you. Mm, mm, mm. Before you, your mother, anyone knew you. God knew you. And the reason why I say before you even knew you. Because. This person that I am right now, yeah, I just met her December, January, 2021, 2022. So I didn't even know who I was. Yeah, I'm up here like, yeah, God said. Did I know the just of it? No, I didn't. Did God tell me, yeah, you're the chosen? And I heard that. But did I know the just of it? No. So my father knew me before anybody else knew me. And I'm talking about way before I was even in the womb. He knew me already. Don't that feel good to be known by your father before anybody else knew you? So he already had the design for you. It's already set up, baby, because you're set apart. Ain't no such thing as you. There's only one you, the chosen one. So we're going to speak a little bit on Matthew 2. And in Matthew 2, it talks a lot about when baby Jesus was born and how the wise men were sent out by King Herod to kill baby Jesus. So when baby Jesus was born in Bethlehem, some wise men, they came from the East. And when they came from the East, now y'all know I like to break down with my own little swag, these stories so that you can feel me when I say what I'm saying. So when the baby Jesus was born, the wise men, they came and fleed from the East. They was like, uh, Yo, we came out here to come see about baby Jesus. You know, the newborn king. We saw his star go up. We know he here. So we trying to go and find him so we can go and worship him. So King Herod, you know, he was the uh, ruler at the time in Judea. So King Herod comes out there and like, what y'all out here with all this noise for? Who is y'all talking about? And what is going on? Like, I need to know. Give me the tea. Let's talk about it. So the wise man was like, well. You know, baby Jesus, he was born. And, uh, yeah, we saw his star come up. So we trying to find him so we can go and worship him. So King Herod, like, now I know I'm the king. And I'm the ruler. All that's happening. And I don't know about it. 
Oh, we're going to have a meeting. So King Harry took it to the wise man and had a private meeting. He was like, okay, so I need y'all to do me a favor. And he's like, all right, King Harry, what's up? What's going on? So King Harry decided to say, I want you guys to go out and go to Jerusalem. And I need you to go find baby Jesus. And they're like, okay, yeah, because I, I, I want to worship with him too. You want to worship him too? Mm-hmm. So the wise man was like, all right, we're going to go and find him. We're going to go find him. So an angel <clears throat> appeared to Joseph in a dream. And the angel said, I need you to go ahead and take baby Jesus and Mary over to Egypt. And don't come back until I tell you to. Joseph like, what? What? What you come in my dreams for, like with this for? I need you to take Mary and baby Jesus to Egypt and don't come back till I tell you to. Because King Herod sent some wise men out here to look for baby Jesus because they want to kill him. So Joseph like, okay, I'm going to take my family. I'm going to leave. And uh, whenever you say come back, I'm going to come back. So... King Herod ended up dead and the angel appeared back to Joseph in a dream and told him, okay, now it's time for you to take the family back to, um, I need you to take them back because King Herod is dead. Y'all can go on and go on back. So they get ready to go on back. And then Joseph finds out I can't go back there because even though King Herod is dead. His son now is the new king ruler of Judea. So if his daddy tried to take me out, what make you think his son won't try to take me out? <laughs> so it's like you got a whole heap of problems now because it's not just them trying to take you out. Like, yeah, the wise men tried to take me out. The wise man tried to take Jesus out. King Herod tried to take me out. His son there. So I know if I go back, it's, it's not going to be good. So not only did God know Jesus before he even existed. Trust me, the enemy knew too. So that's why he tried so hard to take Jesus out. Before Jesus even knew who he was, Jesus couldn't Google God, God, nothing. He couldn't preach not a gospel. So that shows you right then and there that before he was even the Lord and Savior, <laughs> they wanted him. They knew what was on his life. They knew what was on his life before he even walked into it. Why? Because he was chosen. They were intimidated by the baby and wanted him dead because they knew what his purpose was. They knew what he was going to do. So... What they failed to understand was that God chose Jesus. So you think he was just about to sit back in the cut like this and just be like, oh, y'all think y'all just about to take my son out? I called him. I got a purpose over his life and I need him to see it through. So before you even try, yeah, before you even try to call yourself taking him out. Oh, I got something up my sleeve, baby. You sadly mistaken. Touch not my anointing and do my prophet no harm. Hello. Really? All over the same you tried to take out. You you tried to take him out before he even knew who he was. 
So trust me, rest assured, God does not play about his chosen ones. It's just something a little different about us. It's, it's different. Uh, the mantle is heavier. The calling is different. So, of course, we're going to have so many people after us. Because it's something different that God wants to do through us. And it's not hard. Let me go ahead and say that right now. It's not hard to distinguish if you are one of God's chosen ones. Because you'll stand out much differently than other people. Let me give you a transparent moment. When I was seven years old, I was in elementary school. I'll never forget it. And when I was in school, I was paper thin. Okay. I was so thin that if you would have just ran past me, I would have fell very, very thin. Okay. Soaking wet. So when I was on the playground, I remember these two little boys, they used to mess with me all the time about my weight. And they used to be like, oh, you anorexic and oh, you so small. And here go the other kids. You know how they always had them that was pumping up everybody. Ooh, what you going to say to that? Monica, what you going to say to that? They called you anorexic. So instead of me clapping back, this is what I gave them. I said, I'm not going to worry about them. I'm going to let Jesus handle them. And they laughed at me. Oh, you scary this, you scary that. And, um. I wasn't scary. I was different. Um, I heard that a lot growing up. Monica, you are weird. Monica, you are different. So don't take that as an insult. Take it as a compliment because God is preparing you for something greater than you would ever imagine. So be mindful and pay attention when someone calls you different. When someone says that you're weird. Oh, you ain't nothing like us. Mm-mm. You just, you just different. Mm-mm. You have to remember that you are chosen. So, for the kingdom, there's going to be something greater that he's going to do with you. So, of course, you're not going to be like everybody else. You were chosen to be set apart. Of course. You're going to be different. You're going to sound different. You're going to move different. Even as a kid. I see it. Through so many of these babies that's growing up now. They're starting young. God's starting young. He's like, I ain't got time to wait on the older ones. They don't want to do it. I'm getting ready to birth it through my babies then. Because they chosen too. It's not just you. <laughs> so he's already preparing others. If we don't get it together. If we decide not to answer the call of being chosen. So he's going to. Shake it, move on to your children, to your babies. So, you don't just stand out amongst your friends. Let me tell you that. It's going to be even more obvious in your family. <laughs> and the reason why it's going to be so obvious in your family is because somebody has to be the chosen one. Chosen one in your family. So you're going to be different. You're going to be very different. Um, what they say, the I one out. Yeah. The outcast. Yeah. That's your chosen. That's the chosen one. Um, let me give you another transparent moment. I remember growing up. And um, I'm actually a sibling of five. And I'm the second, second oldest first girl. 
uh, I remember growing up and my siblings used to like to do certain things and, you know, play Nintendo and all of that type of stuff like that. And I remember my mother telling me something that she wanted me to do with my siblings. She was like, Monty, do you want to do this with your siblings? And I'm like, no, I just want to stay in the house and, um, read a book and <laughs> that was, that was just me. I'll stay in the house and read a book. You know, I'm good. Watch a little TV. And my mother told me, you are weird. You're different. I will never forget that. And it used to hurt me at first when I was a kid. Cause I was like, God, why am I like this? This is what I'm thinking in my head. Like, I don't know why. Why don't I have friends? Why? Like, I had a lot of associates, but never a lot of friends. And, you know, people used to just walk past me and just look at me sometimes. And I just never understood why. I was like, what's wrong? And don't look at every... I um, actually just heard this. Don't look at every rejection as a way of people not liking you. Every rejection is protection. Every rejection is protection. So be thankful that those people didn't come to you. Because see, that's our problem. We have a way of choosing the wrong people to be a part of our life. But did God choose them? Oh, it's going to be shown if he chose them. It's going to be shown. So, uh, we are, we are different. We're not weird. Uh, I hear this a lot about a lot of chosen, a lot of God's children, uh, that's really, really doing him for real, that we are different. Like I've heard that so much about, oh, we're different and I'm not like everybody else. And you know, people look at me crazy. They, I hear that too. You crazy girl. You a little too deep for me. And I'm like, maybe if you tap into the spirit more often, crazy things won't be happening to you. I look at everything in the spiritual, everything in the spirit, movies, music, everything, people, family. I look at everything in the spirit. And the more and more that God is dealing with me, with the calling that he has placed on my life, the more I'm starting to tap into the spirit. And nothing, I, I sit over here like, hmm, now she know if she wouldn't have made that decision, if she would have just listened to God, hmm, well, that ain't got nothing to do with that though. And, and, and even if my husband was to show me something and uh, like the other night we were watching a movie and I was like, hmm, hmm, now see, ain't no God in that. Like that's just, I'm just, everything to me is spiritual. Everything is spiritual, whether we want to agree or not, it's all spiritual. And you have to be tapped in to truly understand what I mean, to really feel me on what I'm saying. So, um, uh, my mother was right. I was different, but I never understood to the extent of what God knew for as my different. And, uh, when I got my own relationship with God, at 19, I knew God, you know, I grew up in a home where, uh, my father 
uh, did a lot of Bible studies with us and we watched church and things like that. But I really, really got my own relationship with God when I was 19. And once I got my own relationship with God, it was on. It was on for me. Uh, I never turned it off to this day. Um, never turned it off. And I, I, I just love being in the midst of God. And the more that he shows me that I'm chosen, the more that I tap in. But let me tell you, it's not a cakewalk. It was not a cakewalk at all. When we are chosen, you experience a lot of things uh, that'll make you or break you. A lot of things that'll make you want to give up. Being chosen is not easy. <laughs> it, it's not easy. And that's why a lot of people are afraid to give God their yes. Because they don't know where it's going to take them. They, they don't know what God is about to do with them. And definitely when you give God your yes, and especially when you're chosen, you're not going to be like everybody else. You can't do what everybody else do. Sorry, not sorry. Once you give God that yes, there's nothing that they do that you can do. You can't do, you can't drink with Joe them no more. Nah, I'm sorry, you can't go to that party and... You know, with the little stripper girls and all that stuff. Sorry. No, no, you can't be cussing all over your mouth. Sorry, I called you. Yeah, they can. But you can't. Now, if you choose to, by all means. But, um, you're chosen. So, let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> and I had to go through that. Um, I battled with that for a while. Um, before I actually knew I was chosen. I went through hell and back. And even when I did answer the call, I went through more hell and back. With friends. With family. Even in my marriage. I went through a lot. So let me tell you right now. It all comes. The enemy tries to come with everything. I dealt with depression. I dealt with rejection. I dealt with self-doubt. Um, everything. I dealt with it all. So what I'm saying is that when you are chosen, it's so good to be chosen by God. I love it because you're safe in him. We're safe in God. We know he's not going to leave us nor forsake us. We know he's going to protect us and cover us. But it's not easy. You have to be able to go through the trials and tribulations. You have to be able to come out strong. Don't, go, don't, don't come out the same way. Because it's not to break you. It's to build you. So every situation that the chosen goes through, no matter what it is, uh, mental, any type of abuse, any type of uh, depression, sickness, this stuff is not to take us out. Trust me, I've been there. I've been sick. Health problems, depression, rejection. I've been there. Because trust me, best believe you need to know that um, before you knew who you were, Satan did. So he's going to try to do everything. And then not only that, Satan also has a sneak preview of who you really are. Like right here. Let's say this for example, where I am. Okay. When God gave me sipping tea with G.O.D., 
I thought that, okay, it's just going to be me doing some little encouragement. Then God said, no, baby, I need you to go ahead and uh put this thing on YouTube. So I said, okay, I'm going to put it on YouTube. Maybe I'm just going to be uploading my videos up there. No, daughter, you, you got it messed up. Um, Keep going. That's cute, but keep going. Uh, I need you to uh, make it into a podcast. So I said, okay, but why am I on YouTube making it into a podcast? Shut up, daughter. Just do it. And then a podcast turned into him telling me that now this has to go to Spotify, all these different areas. And a week and a half ago, he tells me that it's a ministry. God is moving through his children, his chosen. And when you answer the call, trust me, the enemy is ready. He like that dog that's in the kennel. As soon as you coming, oh, now he ready to come on out that kennel because he got everything that you need. Everything that you need. Oh, he's coming to destroy it. He's coming to attack. How he get there? With your mind. He attacks your mind. He attacks your health. He attacks your marriage. He attacks your children. He attacks your finances. Everything to break you down so that you won't be encouraged to get to the purpose. We are here to serve a purpose, y'all. It's bigger than me just sitting right here talking to y'all. God is shaking and moving through his children. He needs us. But the enemy going to come with all the stops, y'all. All the stops. He ganging up his strongest demons, y'all. Witches, warlocks, all that to come and get us. Because he don't want us to do it. So if he can do anything to discourage us, slip in our mental depression, health, anything. He's going to do it because he's trying to take you out. Yeah. Even before you knew who you were and before you even get to the just of who you are, Satan going to come out to kill you, baby. He's trying to take you out, kill, steal, and destroy you. So you have to pay attention. You, you have to pay attention. Let me tell you, Satan tried to take me out at 10 months old. Satan tried to take me out at eight years old. He knew who I was. Before I could walk, before I could do a two-step anything, he knew who I was. So he tried to take me out every chance. Every chance he got, he tried to take me out. Yeah, he did. He did. He don't care about no age. If there's a calling on your life, he is going to do anything to get you out of here by, by any means necessary. I need to gang up my strongest to come and find you. Because now I'm ready to teach you. Jesus, he is ready to take you out. He knew you. He knew you. He tried with me, but guess what? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I don't care what weapon formed. It ain't prosper. Every time I came out on top. Why? Because I was covered. Why? Because God chose me before I was even in the womb. Before you was even in the womb. Mm -mm. I refuse to go down without a fight. 
And every time God bring me out of those situations, I get stronger. I don't ever come back out weak. Never come back out weak. He don't want us to come out weak. These situations are not to take us out. It's to build us up for what he got us doing. It's things he's getting ready to do in us. And we got to be strong enough to handle it. Because Satan ganging up his people. He ganging up his army. He ganging up his army. So we got to be strong enough to stand bold in it. Like, what's up? Satan, come with it. What's up? I'm, I'm ready. And guess what? Guess what? Hmm. He don't, he don't care who he used to get to you. And he always start with the closest. Yeah, the familiar spirits. Your spouse, your family, your friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You trust them. So they're not going to lead you astray, right? Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. So you know how they have that saying, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Uh, ever since I was a teenager, I always flipped it from my own personal experiences. I said, keep your enemies close and your friends and family even closer. And the reason why I say that is because I know that the enemy don't want me to do good. I know they don't want to see me succeed. But it's something about those snake family and friends that tell you, I'm proud of you. You keep going, baby. Yeah, girl. I got you. I, man, you know I'm praying for you. How? Against me? Praying on my downfall? Mm-hmm. He will use those familiar spirits to work overtime to get in your business. Because the more they know, the more access he has. So now he can go into overtime. Oh, she got that plan? God doing that? Oh, okay. So now I'm going to send this one over here. I'm going to send this one over here. Mm -mm. He will use them for everything. To enter your home. To get in your business. And to even take you out. We hear stories every day of these marriages. Um, When the marriages are like, oh, well, you know, my marriage broke apart. My spouse ended up with my best friend. Mm. And then these rappers that make it out. And every time they make it out and they succeed and they go back to go and visit their family and friends, you know, because they don't want to leave them behind. Got to stay true to it. They end up killed in their own hometown. Is it a coincidence that it's always somebody closest to you that does it? No. Satan will use anyone. Anyone. But he always starts with the closest. Because that's how he get in there. That's how you can get in there. If he takes out the ones on his side, the ones that's worshiping him, what make you think he gonna do with the chosen? Oh, baby, he gotta bring out the best for you. He gotta bring out his best for you. Because you the best. So I gotta take the best out. I, I gotta take out the best. So you gotta be mindful of those around you and what you tell them. What you have going on. What you're about to have going on. What you're preparing for. Be mindful. Start keeping your mouth shut. Because trust me, everybody don't mean you will. Everybody that congratulates you don't mean you will. We have to know that. Because you wonder when great things are happening in your life. And then as soon as you open your mouth telling everybody what your right hand doing. And what your left hand doing. 
everything still going wrong. Why is going wrong? You. Yeah, we quick to be like, oh, oh God, why would you do this to me? Why you do this to me? News flash. It's not always God. It's you. And you know why it's you? Because you gave the enemy access by opening your doggone mouth. Stop telling everybody what you got going on. People out here really praying against y'all, man. They out here praying against us. And we wondering why we can't prosper. We wondering why nothing's moving. Because you're telling too many spirits what you have going on. So now they're tapping in. And they're, they're able to be like, oh yeah. She thinks she about to do that. He thinks he about to do that. I'm about to step in and pray harder for the downfall. Pay attention, y'all. Pay attention. Y'all here showing up your spouse. Oh, showing everybody your husband and your wife. Look at my husband. Ain't he fine though? Look at my wife. She bad, ain't she? Here comes Jezebel. Oh, my spouse just not listening to me no more. And oh, what am I going to do? I, I need a comforter. Here comes confusion and seduction. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, y'all. So everything that look good ain't good. The grass ain't green on the other side. He's sending these things, these spirits, to get close up on you, to suck you, to drain you, and leave you high and dry. High and dry. Especially because you're chosen. He really gonna come because you're chosen. He coming for everything that you got. Everything. He's coming to take everything. So be mindful. Be mindful. And check this. Check this out. Witches and warlocks are real. Witches and warlocks are real. Mm -hmm. They're, this ain't no, fa uh, no fantasy type fairy tale crap. Witches and warlocks are real. And they're being, they're being used every single day. They're working overtime to destroy you and to drain you. Overtime, y'all. They real. Forget what you heard. They real. When you are slumbering in your sleep, they are awake, plotting for different ways to take you down. Yeah. Like that sleep paralysis stuff when they're out here and uh, everybody say, oh, man, you know, yeah, I think it's called sleep paralysis. That's a cute, cute term. But those demons are working overtime to take you out even when you're slumbering in your sleep. Why you think, and trust me, I've dealt with it. I've dealt with it in my past many times. Being pent down, hand over your mouth, can't move. You see everybody around you. You see, I remember laying in the bed one day, waking up, and I see my husband sleep. But I can't speak because these demons are on top of me. These demons are putting their hands over my mouth where I can't even speak. But God strengthened me to be able to fight through that. These demons are out here, y'all. And they know what's on your life. I never understood why they were messing with me. I never knew why they was coming to me in my sleep like that. But they did. Satan knew. Because he knew me. He knew me. So, yeah. Yeah. That is why it's imperative for you to stay in God. Especially during these times, 
Because, uh, yeah, these demons are getting bolder by the minute. They get bolder. And it's up to us to stay strengthened in the Lord. Especially when you know you're chosen. You you have to uh you have to definitely be serious. Especially if you gave guys your yes. Don't just be out here, I give you my yes, God. I give you my yes. And you playing around with the yes. Cause it ain't nothing to play around with. It ain't for the week. It ain't for the week and you can't do it alone. You need the Trinity. You need the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to do it. Don't get on these platforms and don't get out here just using pastor, preacher, prophet. Apostle, all this stuff, and you ain't equipped. You ain't even ready. You want to get out here and do it, but you're not ready. And don't worry, because if you don't know that you're chosen, you're the preserved one. You're the one that he's getting ready to come for. So be ready when he does. Be ready when he does. When we chosen, we try to run so much, you can't run. You might think you're running. But eventually life going to slap the taste out of your mouth. And guess what? You're going to end up right back by his feet. Where you should have been all alone. So when you're chosen, don't, 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 don't be afraid of being chosen. Because it's a beautiful feeling to be chosen by the right one. To be chosen by God is amazing. And I love being chosen. Yeah, we go through hardships. Yeah, we do. We go through a lot. There's times we want to give up. There's times where we break down. We'll get on these platforms and preach to God's people and do things and then turn them off and break down. Like, God, what next? Where my next meal going to come from? Am I going to be able to pay my bill? So it's it's a lot that comes with it. But you have to know that God has you. You have to know that he has you. And not only that, prepare for how he's getting ready to use you because it's going to be beautiful. There is nothing like being used by God. I actually made a post about this on Facebook when I said, stop, stop giving people your yes and allowing them to use you. And give God your yes. And watch how he use you. Yeah. The way God use you is beautiful. And purposeful. And the reward is much greater. And we just have to keep pushing. Keep pushing. Because when you're chosen. Oh, it's getting ready to go down. People going to look at you different. Family going to look at you different. But it don't matter. God don't care about none of that. He care about what you do for him. Because he chose you. Not your mama. Not your daddy. Your father chose you. So everybody won't be able to go. Mama and daddy might be upset. Because they don't agree with what you're doing. Friends thought you was going to stay in the same old sunken place with them. Sorry, not sorry. So chosen one, I need you to stand up. The ones that know that you're chosen, I need you to get ready. Because he's getting ready to use you mighty. 
He's going to shift you like this. It's going to be... It's going to be that... Pew, pew. It's going to be on. Because what God is getting ready to do with you, when you do go back to your family and your friends, you'll never be the same. And that's a great compliment, especially when it comes from God. So let him use you. If you are chosen and you know that you're chosen, get ready. Get ready. It's going to be beautiful. Make it count. Make it count. Make your father proud. Do what he asks you to do. Because at the end of the day, nobody else's opinion matters. When your judgment day, when your rapture comes, you want to hear your father tell you, good job, well done. Job well done. Father God, I thank you, Father, for showing up tonight with this powerful word. Another on-time teaching, God, that's showing your children, Lord God, that it's time for them to rise up. Time for them to rise up, Lord God, and understand who you've called them to be. Yeah, the enemy knows who they are, but you knew as well, God. And there is no powerful thing that's more powerful than you. I don't care what something looks like, feels like. God, you knew who we were. And I thank you, God, for choosing us. Thank you, Father God, for choosing us, Lord God, to be mighty in the kingdom of you. Use us mighty, Lord God, in the land. And allow us, Lord God, when we give you our yes, Lord God, for us to be genuine in it. That we do it your way, Lord God, and not Satan. That we do it your way, God, and your way only. Strengthen us, Lord God, for the calling. Because, Father God, we were made to be set apart, not like others, Lord God. Strengthen us, Lord God, in every negative thing that tries to come back to us, Lord God, to discourage that tries to discourage us, Father God, for doing things the way that you have set forward for us to do, God. Father God, for we will answer the call and do it right. We are your chosen, Lord God. You chose us, Father God, before we even knew who we were. So we give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord God, for even trusting us lord god with the chosen place i thank you god father god for your children lord god that don't understand if they're chosen a lot father god i'm praying lord god that they come to you father god asking you lord god to guide them and lead them lord god the way that you see fit what is it that you're requiring of us father god what you're requiring of your children lord god for the chosen place Give us strength, Lord God, and Father God, continue to armor us, armor us up, Lord God, the way that you need us to go to be on this battlefield, Lord God. 
Because Satan is gearing up his army. But we're going to be able to stand up, Lord God, against anything that the Sidamamasia. Yes, God. Anything, Lord God, that Satan tries to bring our way, we will be ready. We will be equipped. Because you see that we were qualified for the job. We were qualified for the chosen. And I thank you, God, for choosing us. Thank you, Father God, for just continuing to show up mighty God. No matter what Satan tries to throw our weight, Lord God, allow us to catch it, Lord. Catch it, God, and throw it back, boomerang it back, Lord. Father God, I cast out any witchcraft or warlock that tries to come up against your children. Strengthen us, Father God, to be able to take on whatever Satan tries to bring our way. Every little trick of the enemy, Lord God, right now, Lord God, I rebuke it and return it to sender over over our lives, God. For we will seek out the way that you tell us to seek out, Lord God. Push us in our purpose, Father. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, Father God. Father God, yes, we have hard times, Lord God. But you said in your word, Lord God, that you would never leave us nor forsake us, Lord God. And we are trusting you, Lord God. We expect, Lord God, for you to have us, Lord God, through everything. Thank you, Father God, for using us in this time. This very evil and dark time. Because you need us right now. You're preserved, Lord God. Get us ready. Get us ready, Lord God. Rise us up, Father God. And prepare us. For the war that's getting ready to take place. But your soldiers will be equipped and we will be ready, armed, locked, and loaded. Father God, I pray that this word, Lord God, not only bless your children, but that it is a blessing to others, Lord God, as well. And they are able to pass it on, Lord God, to be a blessing to others. Father God, I seal this prayer that it is so and so it is. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. I thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Sipping Tea with G.O.D. Make sure that you like, comment, subscribe for anything that God is doing through me. That you would love to be a part of. If you feel like this word. Blessed you in any type of way. You can sow into this word. By going to my cash app. Sipping tea with G-O-D. Dollar sign sipping tea with G-O-D. Into my PayPal. And search at sipping tea with G-O-D. If this word was a blessing to you. And you are led in your heart. You can sow into this ministry. I thank you for trusting God in me. I thank you for listening to what God is downloading in me. Because he's going to do so much more. And I would love for you to be a part of this ministry. To be able to hear what God is downloading in me and using me for in these times. A very raw 
and uncut, bold and vocal for God. His chosen one that will definitely be a mouthpiece for him in these end days. I thank you all and I love you for tuning in. And make sure that you come back for episode 8 because it's only going to get better. I love you all so, so, so much. And I thank you for rocking with me yet again. Now that's some tea from G-O-D. God bless. <laughs>